the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Not a good day at all if you have money invested in the stock market or the Dow or the NASDAQ. Man, it was uh, a bad day and it got worse. When President Joe Biden was at the podium telling everyone it was going to get better. I don't know if that is a referendum on our chief executive or if it's just COVID fears and there's nothing that could be said. Yes, COVID is still a thing. And unfortunately, so is violence, senseless violence and horrific loss in the city of Columbus. Uh, We'll cover it all today. At the outset of a Monday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show, I appreciate you joining me here on 98.9 The Answer. Uh, don't forget, you can take us with you wherever you go crystal clear with our array of apps, iHeartTuneInRadio.com and the Answer app, which you can download in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Uh, search 989FM, The Answer. The Dow was down as much as 900 points today. Uh, it rebounded somewhat, still down 725 points. We don't talk about the Dow very often. We don't talk about the stock market very often. We talk about every Monday in some usually tangential way with our friend Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Today, because it's in the news, we will talk with Josh specifically about what's going on in the market today, how it affects your retirement, how it affects your short-term planning with money. But it's noteworthy when the Dow uh, declines 2%. Biggest drop of the year. Uh, it's noteworthy when the uh, S&P 500 is down uh, a point and a half. And the NASDAQ is down a percentage point. Biggest drop since May. Um, most likely, this is the result of continual harping upon the fact that not enough of you are vaccinated. The Delta variant is so contagious. You might need to mask up those kids for school. People are having flashbacks to March of 2020, the end of that school year, the um, very um, difficult and onerous restrictions that prevailed throughout most, if not all, of last school year. Nobody wants that again. And it has a chilling effect, a crushing effect a smothering effect on people's desire to get back to life as usual. And so I have to kind of at times say, why doesn't the president and his advisors see this? Why don't they see that we want to be done with this and we would like for some good news or at least the best news to be painted on Uh, The details of the day don't always give us the worst case scenario. But then I catch myself and I think when they're doing something as stupid 
as proposing $4 trillion more in spending at a time when clearly injecting more money into the economy with demand through the roof and supply in the dumper. It's almost as if they're trying to make things worse. And I think, well, that certainly can't be the case because we're all in this together, right? We're all Americans. We all want prosperity. We all want full employment. We all want herd immunity. We all want to pull together, or do we? I'm no longer convinced that we are pulling together or that our objective is to at least proceed in the same direction. I think red state America would like to proceed in one direction, and I think blue state America is very much okay, if not even desirous of proceeding in another direction. I think there are a lot of people out there in democratic, liberal, leftist circles that would enjoy masking back up for the rest of the summer and into the fall and putting kids on Zoom classes and instituting mandatory vaccine stipulations and requiring masks again. I think they'd be fine with it. I think they'd be as fine with it as the rest of us would be repulsed by it. And so when I ponder that and I see that the president's quote-unquote fix for prices going up at a rate which hasn't occurred in a decade or more, I think it's not that hard to figure out that you need to tighten the money supply not inject a bunch more money into the economy and cause inflation to continue to race out of control, whether it's on cars or on lumber or on food or on gas. And I have to consider the alternative. Maybe that's what he wants. Because what's the fix for that? Well, the fix for that is bigger government. The fix for that is, ah, man, what a tough break. The economy's ruined. Bummer. Prices are going up. Nobody can afford anything. You know, I guess you'll have to depend on us. We'll have to send you more checks. Mm, The stimulus check was nice. That child tax credit check you got on the 15th of July, $250 for every child over the age of five. That was nice, too. But, you know, maybe we're going to have to do more of that from the government perspective. And in order to do more of that, of course, we're going to have to hire more people And we're going to have to pay for those people. And we're going to have to tax you more. Am I crazy? I hope so. (laughs) I've never wanted to be wrong more than I want to be wrong now. But I really can't make up my mind whether Joe Biden is just incompetent or if he is um, ingeniously duplicitous. And we are walking into much, much bigger trouble down the line. Now, I'm very sad to report to you that the city of Columbus lost uh, what appears to be a very, very beloved 
uh, member of its city workforce. Uh, her name is Tarika Cradle. She was shot and killed in a home invasion in the wee hours of Sunday morning. She appears to be the uh, quintessential person you can root for. Effervescent smile, someone who was um, in some degree of um, upheaval in her life um, in, uh, early on, uh, entered the uh, a city program for uh, people who were, you know, convicted of a crime and needed a felon, needed, uh, you know, reinstatement, needed a second chance. She got the second chance. She worked with Columbus Parks and Recreation. And she worked her way up. And she ended up running the program she was a part of at one point in time. And she just appears to be an awesome lady. And someone broke into her house and shot her. And she became the city's 111th homicide victim. So they're honoring her at city council chambers at this very hour, which is nice. But it does not fix the issue that we have out-of-control homicide rates in our city. And virtually every day I come in here, they continue to spike. So nothing's changed since we got our new police chief. Nothing's changed since she presumably became on board with the Andrew Ginther way of doing things. Nothing has changed. Another black crime victim. And it's a story that has become all too familiar in our city so far this year. Uh, What about mask mandates in schools for the fall? An Ohio legislator wants to prevent that. We'll tell you about him next on The Bruce Hooley Show. It is 520 on The Bruce Hooley Show. Olympics are supposed to start on Friday. Tokyo. Aaron, are you a big uh, Summer Olympics fan? Will you be glued to your television for the Summer Olympics? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited. I'll definitely be catching some in the evenings, yeah. What's your favorite sport or a couple different genres of sports? Well, I'm looking forward to golf. Golf, okay. Uh, That's early, I believe, is it not? I don't know. I think it's early. I don't know. I uh, enjoyed it, though, well, five years ago now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so looking forward to the return of that. Uh, swimming, I like. Um, I like the track, track and field. Track yeah. and field, I like a lot. The mm-hmm. Swimming, yeah. My wife likes the equestrian. Um, I, I, this will be un-American. This will be. This might be the most un-American thing I've said on this show since I got it. I hope the USA does not win the gold medal in basketball. I would thoroughly enjoy watching entitled NBA millionaires, and the crazy loon bag that is Greg Popovich get beat in the Olympics. I know they got beat by uh, Nigeria. Nigeria. The great Nigerian basketball team. What, a, what a, Hakeem Olajuwon's great-grandson right. <laughs> lead Nigeria over the USA. And then Popovich got mad when uh, Joe Varden of the Athletics said, not even to Popovich, said to Damian Lillard, oh, usually you blow these guys out. What's the deal? 
Pop took great umbrage at that. But anyway, the COVID, of course, Aaron, is intruding on the Olympics. Do you see that we have several dropping out? Coco Golf dropped out, uh, American tennis player, and then I see uh, Katie Samuelson. They have three-on-three basketball this time around, as well as the regular five-on-five. Huh. So they're dropping out, they're dropping out, and they're, ta- and they're no fans. I think they're getting about Japanese fans. I think if you're from, I think if you're a Japanese citizen, if you're in Tokyo, I think you can still go. Okay. I don't think you can come in from another country. So uh, it's a big deal. And that's, this, is, this is the thing. Like, this is the problem with the, the COVID situation and the vaccine situation is they politicize the vaccine. Kamala's like, I won't take it. If it's a Trump vaccine, I'm not taking it. So they politicize it. Then they get mad when you don't take it. Oh, more of you need to take it. What's the matter? You're an idiot. Like, take the vaccine. And they make it a left, right, red, blue issue. And then nobody will listen to reason as if you know what reason is. Because one day you got to wear a mask. Next day you don't have to wear a mask. Next day you got to wear two masks. So they've done as bad a job as they possibly can on this whole thing. And now I don't think anything could happen that we could just have a reset and everyone go, okay, from this point on, don't gaslight me anymore. Don't, you know, don't try to angle. Don't play a game with me. Don't, by the way, maybe I should explain the term gaslighting. Somebody asked me the other day, what is gaslighting? Because you hear that term gaslighting a lot. Gaslighting is basically when you're being told something that isn't true to make you believe something that's probably not true either. It's from a movie where in the days before electricity and homes used to have gas lighting in the home, a husband in the movie was trying to convince the wife she was going crazy. So he continually dimmed the gas lighting in their house. And she would say, is it dark in here? And you'd be like, no, not dark in here. It's beautiful in here. It's great. What's the matter? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. And she thought she was going crazy. So when Fauci says, yes, you have to wear a mask. You don't really have to wear a mask. There's no definitive studies that masks do what they say they do. That's probably misinformation. Too bad I didn't write it on Facebook, Jen Psaki, or you could eradicate it from people's awareness. But since I spoke it, and I have the freedom still, hopefully, 527, 524, I still have the freedom to say it. But they've just botched this every which way they can. And so even the proposals that you might think, aha, somebody's protecting me, somebody's got my back, they really don't. They really don't. I'm for Senate Bill 209, which State Senator Andrew Brenner introduced last week. It would prevent public schools and universities from requiring you to wear a mask. You say, well, why are you not for that? That's exactly what we want. Yes, it is, but it wouldn't take effect until 90 days after it's passed, and the General Assembly's not coming back till September. So it wouldn't happen until, like, you know, January. I told you last week, when DeWine signed the bill, and this is a law that you cannot require a vaccine, he did so apologetically. He said, well, you know, I I really hope the FDA approves these vaccines and doesn't just label them for emergency use. 
then I'd, you know, I'd be fine with places requiring vaccines. And he says, even now, before the law goes into effect in 90 days, schools have the right to, in fact, he said they have every right to require vaccines before the law takes place. And this bill from Andrew Brenner, who's, uh, I believe, from Delaware, he still gives authority to require masks or not to local health departments, not to school boards. Bad move, Andrew. Bad move. You can say, well, the health department knows the health effects and the school board shouldn't make the decision. The school boards do the will of the people. And school boards are elected. And the head of the health department is not elected. He's appointed. So this is the flaw in Andrew Brenner's seemingly good legislation. It's better than nothing, but it's essentially nothing. By the way, did you see today the American Academy of Pediatrics said that everyone older than age two should wear masks in school? Older than age two. If you're 12 or under, you can't get the vaccine. So they want to make kids once again go to school without seeing a smile from their friend or from their teacher. Egregious awful. Now, this is not in accord with the CDC's ruling, which many people went, what's up with this? The CDC is saying you don't have to wear a mask. The American pediatrics people are saying you do have to wear a mask, which um, American Society of Pediatrics, they're little kids doctors. They want to treat all of us like little kids. They want to treat our little kids like they're their little kids, and they're not their little kids. So, of course, You're going to get the guilt trip from Dr. Guilt himself, Anthony Fauci. Here he was on CNN with a big flap over the White House wanting to strong arm Facebook into removing information that the White House doesn't like about vaccines, which incidentally, a lot of that information is coming from Robert Kennedy Jr. As I said, this Democratic Party bears no resemblance to the old Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Bears no resemblance to that. And now it doesn't agree with RFK's uh, grandson on COVID because he's an anti-vaxxer. And here's Fauci making a ridiculous comparison of COVID vaccines to smallpox and polio vaccines. Fauci. If you look at the extraordinary historic success in eradicating smallpox and eliminating polio from most of the world, and we're on the brink of eradicating polio, if we had had the pushback for vaccines the way we're seeing on certain media, uh, I don't think it would have been possible at all to not only eradicate smallpox, we probably would still have smallpox and we probably would still have polio in this country if we had the kind of false information that's being spread now. Is it remotely possible that if COVID had a 30% mortality rate like smallpox, people would be a little bit more open to the vaccine? Is that remotely possible? People are hesitant to take a vaccine because many of us have had COVID recovered and didn't have that bad of an experience with it and now have the antibodies from recovering from it. And polio, I have a cousin who has been in a 
brace and has had her walking severely impeded her entire life because of polio. If kids were having to go through that kind of difficulty to walk because they had COVID, if it was affecting their joints like polio did, then yes, people would be more open to vaccines. But not all diseases are the same. Not all vaccines are the same. And Anthony Fauci, who's a scientist, you'd think would be able to figure that out. No. He's unable to grasp the distinction.